Hello, and welcome to the Blue Eye Mafia. This is Rob, and there's no Joe or Steve today, but I do have a special guest. Hello, Jen. What? Jen's not my name. Her name is Jen. No, it's not. What's your name, then? We need to change my name. I don't want people to know my name. Oh, it's too fucking late. No, it's not too late, Yeah, Roberta. That's your real name. I demand a birth certificate. Really? Yes. You're a birther now. If Trump can demand one, why can't I demand one? I don't need to see Rob's. Rob's is good. He's a good guy. No, great. Don't worry about it. Oh, we're doing voices now? Well, what if I did this voice and I sounded like Yoda? I demand a birth certificate. (laughs) You don't sound like Yoda. Who do I sound like? Ass babes. I don't know. <laughs> well, this is my lovely wife, Jen. No, you have to change my name, or we and won't that's be actually, wife. It's actually your sex voice. <laughs> you can see why we have two beautiful children. I don't want it. I want my name to be Hen. Okay, this is Hen, my wife, Hen, short for Henrietta. Hen, just say Hen. No, her name is Henrietta. I'm gonna, changing my name her. to Hen. No, we're calling. I'm not her doing Henry. this podcast anymore if I can't be Hen. And this is why this is a podcast with three guys. But unfortunately, two of the guys couldn't be here tonight. So my beautiful wife stepped in, named Hen, Rietta. No, it's just Hen. Okay, fine, Hen. That's right. Oh, and so I'm second best? You don't say I'm second best when Willy Wonka is all ready to come out and play? Say that again. Say what again? Willy Wonka. What is Willy Wonka? You're a wiener schnitzel. You're Wonka Wonka. <laughs> Yeah, wet willy. You know, <laughs> your shrinal. What? <laughs> yeah, he's definitely excited to play right now. You know your dad listens to this, right? <laughs> oh, should I shouldn't call him like Nubarella. Oh, God. Like Mr. Nub Nub. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing I can edit these things. This is This is a rough start, I'll have to admit. Well, um, how are you doing today, my beautiful bride? Why do you have to say stupid stuff like that? Because I'm a romantic. And I this know. podcast is yeah, about... Yeah, we should break down personalities, like how you're the lady in the relationship, and I'm freaking Hercules. Y- no, <laughs> I'm Conan, the barbarian. <laughs> Even in the sack, that's my... name. And I thought we earned our explicit tag the first couple of podcasts... <laughs> I don't even think we did that close. <laughs> so tonight is a special episode, since two of the guys are missing. We have a special guest. and uh, Hen. Hen. <laughs> and we're going to be doing a couple podcasts, where or three podcasts, where we introduce the host. <clears throat> and tonight is my turn, since I'm the host that's here. So we're going to talk a little bit about me, and my wife will laud me profusely. Wait, why do you want to talk about yourself? Well, I'm not going to go into, like, specifics about, like, where I was born or the street address I live on. Oh, this on. is, like, character building for your podcast, so people yeah, get to know you? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, something like that. And then we're probably going to talk about Instagram or something. Oh, that sounds good. Instagram. And feminism. Feminism. Dun, dun, dun. What, I can't be equal to you, Rob? What, just because I'm a girl? What, my penis is bigger than yours? You sound like Fozzie Bear. That's what that sounds like. Oh, fun Fozzie? Like the Spanish, the Spanish um videos. Wait, what? No, who is Fozzie Bear? Fozzie Bear. 
Well, fuzzy bear is a Spanish. Um, no, fuzzy bear, like on the, uh, um, the Muppets. Oh, I don't know who that is, but I know. Oh, Muzzy, Muzzy oh, is, Fuzz- a, is a Spa- is Spanish bear that teaches Kermit Spanish. Si- Kermit sidekick. Who watched that communism when they were a kid? You watched Muzzy, so you can learn some Spanish. This is America. You speak Spanish. <laughs> what? Who? What is Muzzy the bear? I've never even heard of this. Google it. I'm googling it right now. <laughs> Here, hopefully, there's a little Muzzy. Key. He was like a bear, like moose thing, and it was like little animated Spanish videos about, and they were spoken English or they spoke in Spanish with English subtitles. They're great. I actually just saw them in the library the other day. Did you ever watch him as a kid for reals? When I watched him for a kid for reals, I never thought that my mom was, you know subjecting me to learn Spanish. I just thought they were great um, cartoons. And you know, um, is what I was internet, thinking... Is the internet not working right now? Oh, America. Wh- why is that America's fault? Well, we don't have internet. It's not my fault the internet down. <laughs> it's Hillary's it's fault. It's because we talk too much. Beep, beep. Oh, crap, I'm gonna listening have to, to us. I'm going to have to hotspot our internet off the phone. Oh. Wait a minute, though. It's working fine on the phone. There is no internet connection. Hold on, let me see what it is. <laughs> um, so anyways, um, we're here to talk about me, though. So I'd appreciate it if you just tell everybody how wonderful I am, how beautiful, how muscular. Why did you bring me on the show, then, to say stuff like that? <laughs> You're such a loving, loving wife. I try. What can I say? No, um... Hmm. Apple's crashing. Oh, there we go. What in the hell? Oh, Muzzy the Bear Israel. I told you. See, Muzzy. So you have to look this up. It's M-U-Z-Z-Y. And uh, he's... This is not a paid advertisement. (laughs) No, it's not. Brought to you by Muzzy the Bear. (laughs) Teach your kids how to speak Spanish. And he talks like this. Como es usted? Mi nombre es Muzzy. Yes, my wife is... (laughs) <laughs> the Spanish speaker, even though I'm the one with the last name Gomez. I have no idea what she just said, <laughs> other than the mi nombre part. Um, so anyways, we're here, to, we're here to talk about me, though. So I'd really appreciate, you know, just wax profusely about how grand I am as a well, human being. You might have to give me some topics, like how, like... Well, I painted your walls today. Yeah, but you didn't finish. No, I finished. No, um, let's see. No, let's, well, I mean, in in the context of the podcast, so I'll explain to everybody. Like, should we talk about your beard? Yes, please. How luscious it is. It it actually is quite luscious, I'd have to say. And And soft. How long and hard and rigid it is. Yeah, we're talking about your beard, definitely. Oh, be- we're oh, definitely not talking about anything else. That's yes. I don't know anything else that's like that. <laughs> Damn. I should not have brought her on to introduce myself. <laughs> Actually, I think I'm just going to let you make shit up about me. Oh. Like how, many co- how many countries am I the king of now? Oh, like 42 last time I checked. Ah, yeah. You know, most of them are African. Um, that wasn't hard. But uh, recently I've moved into... Uh, Slovenia, and that's been a little harder to 
conquer. Those Russians, Russian types are very stalwart people. Uh huh. (laughs) 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 Your face was amazing. Yeah, nobody cares. No, they should, though. You have really strong buns. Do you think your listeners don't want to hear that? Probably not. You can play the freaking bongos off those things. Our target demographic is kind of guys for the most part. Um, Not really going after the teeny bopper girl types. Oh, teeny bopper girl types would be into your hairy beep. No, I'm pretty sure not. Wait, what? No, I'm saying that's not our demographic. Like, we don't talk. I know. I'm still agreeing. Because you've listened to some of the podcasts so far. Who has? You have. Me? I've played it for you. What are we listening to again? No. You've can I play the fifth? No. You can say what you really think about it. What, think about the what? audio quality has been terrible. What I think this, this is going to be by far the best sounding one because Joe's not sitting there fucking playing with the mic the whole time. Why does he play with the mic the whole time? Because he can't sit still. He We have the mic. We Now we have boom arms, so our audio quality will be better. But we have the mics on these little tripods that came with the mics that we got which are very lovely mics. We're just starting out the podcast, so, I'm, you know, it takes time to build everything. And we're sitting there, and me and Steve are hunched over the table, talking, 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 and Joe's just leaning back in the chair, and literally I had to cut the audio out on his track completely for like a minute because he was tapping the mic on his chin. <laughs> and all you hear nice. is our voices, and in the background you hear pop, 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 pop on his chin, just constantly. Does he need some Adderall or something? Like uh, ADD problems with that guy? Or euthanasia. I don't know. Euthanasia of your true lover? It's not my true lover. You are. What would he say if he found out you said that? He would probably be. One beard to another. What would he say? (laughs) Uh, Just because we have beards doesn't mean we're like the same person. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, no, but the reason I brought you on, sweetie, was to talk about how wonderful I am and to explain what this whole Blue Eye Mafia concept is and get your take on it because we want to appeal to everyone. So we want a, we, I mean, our target demographic is guys like us. That's obviously going to be true, but we do want to include everybody. We want to be inclusive. We want to be multicultural. We want to be all kinds of great things. And I think that bringing a woman on, especially one as beautiful as yourself, is a great start. I mean, if we got some ugly old hag, well, everybody think we paid her five bucks to see her. But we didn't. Wow. I could be that. You don't know. They don't know. Oh, yeah. I could really actually talk like this. Oh, 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 oh. You would never know, would you, listeners? I'm putting a picture up of this episode, and your face is going to be on it, so. Oh, that's depressing. No. It's just on our Instagram. We have all 58 followers, so you're going to be safe. Oh, 58 followers, huh? At some point when we have a million followers, you're going to probably kill me, but I'll put a good picture up. Oh, that's good. You're so sweet. One of his good qualities. There we go. Good qualities. So what Puts are my good... semi-good photos of his wife on the internet... The end. That's about it. That's the list. I'm adjusting your mic so that... Well, if you're too close to it, it's going to sound too loud. But I guess you're actually probably fine. I'm probably being stupid. So here, let me push that back. 
How about I can make my own position changes? Well, if you turn your face away from the mic every time you talk, it's going to sound weird. It's going to be like... How about I'm pushing the volume of my voice out of my mouth to the right, and it's going to be just fine. Is it because you're a ventriloquist? Or is it because I'm a feminist? I don't like those. I just have to be honest. I'm not a huge fan. Well, we'll talk about feminism later. But right now, we're supposed to introduce me, the right. host and creator oh of the podcast. So I'm going to be an ego, go on an ego trip I right know, now. I know, your head. I created the whole thing. I set it all up. I learned how, learned how to use all the audio stuff to some extent. Um, and toot, toot. that is my own horn. Ah, it sounds majestic. More like Gosh a giant damn. fart. That horn must have a glorious beard. Is what I'm thinking right now. After hearing that, it must have a glorious beard. But no, the it muff. Can I tell you? <laughs> damn it! <laughs> can I tell you about why we started the Blue Eye Mafia? Well, if it's part of my contract, being married to you, go right ahead. Yeah, it pretty much is. I don't have anything better to do <laughs> on a Saturday night. I mean, if this ever becomes some huge giant show, you're gonna be like. I was on an early episode. They won't let me back on now, but it was amazing. I have laundry to fold. Thanks for letting everybody know how important this is. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want to know what the Blue Eye Mafia is? Well, why don't we do this like you're somebody who's never even heard of the concept and doesn't understand it? That would be her today. Um, I think that, yeah, I'm the perfect person then to explain this to. So... Hey, I have a podcast called The Blue Eye Mafia. Hey, creeper, get away from me. No, you're supposed to go along with it. We're like character acting here. Oh, okay, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Wait, let me change. Oh, you know what? I will do this as Winston Churchill. (coughs) (coughs) The face you're making right now is making this very uncomfortable for me. Okay. Hello, young lady. I'd like to introduce you to a podcast I've come along called The Blue Eye Mafia. Dude, that sounds just quite awesome. Does that sound like a good English accent? No. Is that good role You're not supposed to break character after your first line. Like, was that good? Did you like that? Oh, my gosh. I'm trying to eat my crumpets. Yeah, let's just go with it. We're going to do British. I don't know if I'm doing British. Is it coming out? No, it's coming out pretty. I mean, it's as good as my Winston Churchill, so. Is it like British Texan? Because when I speak Spanish, they say I sound like a person from Wisconsin or Texas. So when I do British. What is the similarity between Wisconsin and Texas? I think it's just. The way they speak Spanish? No. It's just that it's just, I just sound like como esta hombre. I actually don't know what it was. That is kind of what you sound like when you speak Spanish. Wow. I was joking. That's not a real statement on my part. No. Let's go back into let's go back into character. Because I feel like it's gonna be easier to explain this mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. a character rather mm-hmm. than as myself because of the judgmental looks I keep getting when From I'm whom? using my normal From whom? Uh there's a little leprechaun across the room staying in the corner. Is it Bruno? Nah, it's like a mini Bruno's our dog. And if you hear any footsteps in the background, that's what that is. His old age, hopefully getting him. We're a modern American family, and we've decided to put off children until, like, never. So we have a couple dogs, 
and we're just saving our 401ks, working nine to fives, giving our entire life to the man, and we're hoping to retire at 65 and die by 70. I feel like that is not a true statement. Not at all. Exact fact. I, you know, it could be my stretch marks and saggy boobs. Uh, I would think that we probably have some little gremlin children running around here too. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, I've been left speechless, which is a rarity. I know. It's something only I can do. That's actually probably true. Um, okay, let's go back to explaining what the Blue Eye Mafia is as Winston Churchill and Lady Doofenshmirtz. Doofenshmirtz Incorporated. Ah, Doofenshmirtz. No, I don't. I cannot. Wait, what, it, what if I do this as... Wait, you can't do the British lady anymore? No, I definitely... No, I can definitely do the British lady. Crumpets, crumpets. All right, so let's and go. And marmalade. So, I've wandered into this beautiful little podcast called the Blue Eye Mafia. Have you ever heard of it, darling? Is that me? <laughs> this is never going to work. Okay, okay. Oh, I've wandered into this wonderful little podcast called the Blue Eye Mafia lately. Have you heard of it, darling? No, I have not. Please expand on this. Inquiry that you have, sir. Well, I have a little note that's been prepared for me. And it says, it's three blue-collar guys talking about life, politics, and philosophy. Wait, pause. <laughs> did you type this up? Yes, I did. It's the show's Instead introduction. Instead of making my family money, you spent time no, I did. Ta- no, typing bullshit. this little no, intro no, no. for your inflated head? Instead of bidding jobs and making money for our family? One, no. Two, I wrote this intro when I was like 12 because I've had this idea for 20 years. On your Mac computer, huh? Well, no, I transcribed it from my little... From a floppy disk? No, from a piece of paper. Oh, that you've been carrying around a piece of paper since you were 12, right? Yeah, in my wallet. I have. I call... I I, I have. Bull. No, it's true. No, you know you know how quickly I write and how much I write. I know. Yeah, so this was Could be all literally a toilet into making, you know, our living for our you, family. You wanna, what what are you talking about? Someday this is going to make money, maybe. I don't know. And we hmm. And real quick, I'd like to take take you to our sponsor. I forgot. <laughs> Damn, that'd be nobody. No, we actually, we do have a sponsor. Although they don't pay us any money, they do give us advice and guidance. It's the Sofa King Podcast. Yes, that's correct. Brent, Brad, and Dave, you deserve the shout-out. You guys are the fucking shit and an inspiration to everybody. Wow, Rob, I thought you were going to say God. Didn't he give us everything? Well, he didn't make a podcast. Brett's the one that's made it happen. Brent. Don't oh, call Brent. him Brent. Brent is a good name, too. Not in comparison. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> My wife is... She's she's uninitiated. I haven't got her to listen to your podcast yet. Um, but no, they really did give us advice. But actually, let's go back to the whole Winston Churchill thing so that we can get this part out. And let me read my script because I wrote this out because I wanted to put together a funny little ditty. And now that everybody knows that it's not... Re- I mean, it's not 
it's it's coming from my it's heart. It's not coming straight it's, off the cuff and it's rehearsed. Well, it was actually because I'm changing the words. I mean, you know how I got here? I came with a tap tap on the freaking forehead, sweetie. Let's do a podcast as I'm trying to take a nap. That, I mean, like, seriously? That's, that's not actually true. And you have all your stuff You said down? last night, tap, oh, tap. we'll do a podcast tomorrow. I'll be on your podcast. Oh, do you know why, I do, why I'm on the podcast? Let's just all talk about me for a minute. I'm on the podcast because I truly support my husband and everything he does. Even though it pains me to say that, I support him. But he better effing pay our mortgage. I do pay the mortgage. Back to Winston Churchill. I feel like we're talking about our own personal finances just far too often. I think so, sweetie. Well, you brought me on the show. What did you expect? Well, let's go back to... Yeah, let's go back to... Let's go back know, to this Winston is like, This would be good therapy, don't you think? Like, talking it out like this and recording that we can go back and be like, oh, you said Yeah, but what this, if you're like a this? really troubled couple? Okay, let's role play for a second here. Okay, I good. cheated on you. What? No, it's a. Are you just trying to get that out? Like this was the perfect opportunity <laughs> for you to tell me that. Damn it! No, no, I swear. No, but say, did she had? Did she have giant cabezas? No, this is no. I would never cheat on you. If you're gonna, tell if you, me if I cheated play, on you, you would cut my nuts off in my sleep. I already know oh, this. Oh, if I would. Sleep. So it really, really would not be worth it. But no, okay, we're going to be a couple. I know, but I, if you're going to tell me that you cheat on me, I need to know what the chick was. She had giant cabezas. That's or the no? whole point of the role play. I'm, we're going to be sitting in therapy right now. Okay. And the therapist is just asking, is there anything you would like to share with your significant other? We've been mm-hmm. going to therapy for six months. Six right? months? Yeah. Who's paying and, for this? Oh, and, and I, I have a mustache, no beard. What? It's, yeah, I'm a hipster. And I wear Led Zeppelin shirts unironically. That's why we have problems. That's all horrid. What? No. Oh, Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin's good. But you also, you have to talk with a fried voice. Oh, like this? Like I'm Charlie Paris Hilton? And I'm going to be the modern American beta male, and I'm going to have feelings, and I'm going to explain. So we're going to do that right now, because this will be funny. Maybe. You just state that it's funny. Do you have to state things are funny? Is it just supposed to happen organically? It's going to be funny, you fucks. (gasps) Laugh. Language. I'm talking to the audience. They don't care. The, the podcast you know? is marked explicit. They know what they what were in for. What if Brent's mama's listening? What would she <laughs> you think? You haven't listened to his podcast yet. They talked about fucking kids once. Brent! <laughs> would you kiss your mama with that mouth? Oh, well, it wasn't him. It was Brad. Because Brad punches babies and is proud of it. Well, some babies need to get punched. That is true. Wait, but let's go into our role play real quick. Since you can't do Winston Churchill and Lady Duke. Yeah, I did. Okay, well, let's do that real quick, and then we'll do the. Oh, role goodbye, play. the therapy. Yeah, no. First, we'll I'm do the more, therapy. I'm more in therapy. We're gonna mode. do the. Th- okay, let's do the therapy. I'm gonna do the. I'll do the therapist. <clears throat> oh, I should do the therapist. Oh, that's perfect. Be the therapist. Oh, but I don't know what questions to ask. Okay, I'll be, be the like, therapist. hey, wieners, just get back together. Do it, do it, do it more. Do it, do I'll it, be do it. So we're going to. The cure to all relationship problems is. <laughs> no, okay, so the therapist is going to be Sean Connery. So, is there anything you'd like to tell your significant other? Me or you? Oh, meh. no, wait, what am I supposed to be? <laughs> supposed uh, I'm supposed to be talking like this. You're really bad at these skits. Okay, wait, like I'm totally in character. Method acting right here. Is there anything you'd like to tell to your significant other? Well, you know, Shirley... 
stretch. I know we've been going through a tough stretch and things have been really stressful. And I just wanted to share with you that I had sex with your sister. Which one? What the? That you've got no. This is the. Well, I sure you have one sister. You have one fucking sister. You have one sister, and you have a fried <laughs> voice because your parents only had two kids because they aborted okay, the other three. Like I. No, we got to start over. No, I think so. It's good. Can't so you just so post? No, so Caleb, is there anything you'd like to share with your significant other? Well, Shirley, since we've been doing so much better, I just like to share that at one point. About a hundred times I had sex with your sister. A uh, hundred times? That's like so many. I was like, how much time? And did she have giant cabezas? Uh, well, you it's your sister, so you know she has no boobs. Which oh. was... No, okay. I have to break the rule because Gosh, I know damn it. you would never go for a girl with no cabezas. I'm a beta male named Caleb. Okay, okay. I yeah, I'm not me. I don't have this glorious beard. I don't have these muscles. Or the liking for... I work, I work at a tech company startup. The liking for... The boobies. Mus grande. Yes, no, that's not me. So let's, let's go back to our role. But I, you know, I think we're going to have to scrap it if you come out of character one more time. Okay, I got I don't it. Think so. okay, okay, you're Caleb. Okay. I got it. I can't. Okay, let's do it this time for realsies. <laughs> I can't even... I'm laughing too hard. Uh, okay, I won't even look at you. Okay. Don't look at me. I never looked at you in the first place. I'm trying to keep close to my mic. Oh, me too. You do have nice boobs, though. <laughs> Don't look at this. Yeah. Commercial break. That is completely unprofessional. There goes your computer. <laughs> Shit. We're falling apart at the seams. Uh, okay, back to character. Bedtime. Is there anything you'd like to share with your significant other? Well, Shirley, since we've been doing so well, I'd just like to share with you that I cheated on you with your brother about 20 times, at least, like last week. Um, but I think it was a really good release point for me, and I really hope that you can understand and see how important that was to me. Um, you cheated with my brother? Yeah, yeah, no homo, just... Okay, well, I have some questions. Okay. Like, the real question is... What is the, what is the real question, honey? <laughs> <laughs> you can't start laughing! <laughs> That's how my wife laughs, by the way. If anybody was curious with that weird... Hey, I didn't break out of character. Back to me. Okay. Well, um, my first question is, are you the taker or the giver? Is that even a real question? You know me. I'm I know. You're definitely the taker then. Well, that was quick. I mean, yeah, true, but quick. Well, I think that we've got a puff on our hands. Um, is this the first time you've ever been with the man? No. I mean, yes. I mean, I don't know. Well, surely. Oh, I know who it is. <laughs> it was me, Joe. <laughs> the other podcaster has decided not to be here tonight with my glorious beer. <laughs> oh, get out of the room. I'm trying to talk to my wife right now. 
I really think you should leave because I'm not a man with the track record for being, what do they call it, progressive. But my beard, it loves your beard too much. I must have that. I must have that. Shirley, I'm just, I'm just going to leave now. Um, okay, with Joe? Okay, that's fine with me. Because I'm going to go with my cat, and I'm an H. And okay. that's it. Okay, bye. Whoa, young lady, it looks like you've had a bad turn of luck. Oh, well, busy tonight. Do you know what movies I used to play in? Yeah, the ones that I used to slap chicks in. That's my thing. It is. Yeah, hmm. only if I could slap you with my... You're not a big fan of Barbara Walters, are you, by any chance? I think not. I don't know quite now who that is. That's perfect. Goodbye, everybody. Now, see, that's how you role play, except for the laugh that took up about half of that time. Not my fault that I can't breathe. <laughs> you can't breathe because you're laughing. No, I was not. You weren't. Oh, that was a good therapy session. I think we really worked out some of our issues, sweetie. I think we should always have therapy sessions role-playing. Although, didn't the character say your brother, not mine? <laughs> <laughs> and no, that never happened. That was an act. Um, we're all actors here, uh, apparently. Um... But I do miss you, bro. It's a cover. He's lying. Um, now, let's go back to uh, our other role-playing scenario where you, where Lady Doofenshmirtz is going to learn about the Blue Eye Mafia podcast. She's pretending she died. Or sleeping because it's late. Hello? Hello? I can't... Damn it. Winston Churchill here. And young lady, have you heard of this Blue Eye Mafia podcast? Haku whip. <laughs> what was that, ma'am? I didn't quite understand even closely what you said. <laughs> ma'am? Hello? <laughs> Could you... Are you laughing at me? I feel that's rather bad idea. <laughs> well, I want to tell you about the Blue Eye Mafia podcast. It's where three blue-collar guys talk about life, politics, and philosophy in an honest and unfiltered and uncensored conversation amongst those who believe in the virtues of masculinity, chivalry, hard work, sacrifice, and patriotism. They're blunt. They loathe political correctness. So check your sensitivities at the door. Okay. They were inspired by me, John Wayne, and Frank Sinatra. And yes, I just Dean did. Martin? He didn't have blue eyes, and he was a warp. What was Frank Sinatra? Oh, damn. <laughs> he had blue eyes. <laughs> He's the ultimate Italian. What are you talking about? You know, our paperwork is not clear on this. We were a little confused. We're going to have to go back and re-examine the Frank Sinatra being a part of this podcast. Wow, you get a zero. What would Grandma say? It was a joke, sweetie. What would Grandma and say? We need to make those wristbands. 
What would grandma say? Oh, don't steal that, you fuckers. Um, we should. Those are going to be on our website someday. What would grandma say? No, but sincerely now, not reading off of my screen since my wife outed me. Uh, <laughs> no, the whole idea of the Blue Eye Mafia podcast was recapturing the spirit of what we call the Blue Eyed Godfathers, which are Frank Sinatra, Winston Churchill, John Wayne, and a myriad others. And we even count gray eyed guys like, you know, Clint Eastwood, Milo Yiannopoulos. Yes, I know he's a queen, but he's a fabulous queen. He's a wonderful queen. And he stands for everything the Blue Eye Mafia is about. Just blunt, honest conversation. That's the whole point of this podcast was guys sitting down. <laughs> three guys sitting down. My wife's looking at a picture of Conor McGregor in his underwear as I'm trying to read this. Does he have blue eyes, actually? We could add him. Mm. Don't look at that pic. She just zoomed in on it. <laughs> I'm not sure if she was looking at his eyes or his package. This is disturbing, sweetie. No, but the whole idea of the podcast... Man, you're really interacting with this i mean do you have any questions about the idea um i think it's great because all the guys on friday nights get together and bro out that's true and escape from their wives that's not what we're trying and their wives can definitely escape from them i mean we'll miss you we really miss you when you're gone and i think we need more men like you and brent and all the other guys out there they can get their voices out there to be American, to be patriotic. Oh, that's cool. Um, yes. Yeah, well, that's kind of the idea. The whole podcast is designed to be um, dudes having honest conversations, really just conversations. But uh, the original format that I mentioned in the earlier episodes was going to be like reading the newspaper every week, which we're still kind of sticking to, but we're also just talking about shit in our own lives, too. Um, that we can expand. We're trying not to be too specific to like a week. Like if we just read headlines, then it's not going to translate to... uh, Her cabezas are huge. Stop looking at Instagram. I'm trying to have a serious conversation with the audience here. Oh. But you are correct. Oh, my wife is the coolest wife, by the way, because we'll literally be sitting at a restaurant and she will point out to me the hot chick walking by. She's like, damn, her ass is great. And I'm like... I wasn't even looking over that direction. Thank you. I don't do that. On our honeymoon, she did it (laughs) incessantly. I was actually somewhat shocked. Even though when we were dating, she did it too. It was weird on the honeymoon. It's like, honey, we're on a honeymoon. I'm not trying to look at other girls' asses. I could admire a chick when she's got it going on, when she's been hitting the gym. That's true. I'm not hating on that. I'm just saying it, it was quite hilarious. Um, but, uh, back to the Blue Eye Mafia podcast, which I'm trying to explain to people. Um, I think they know. No, they don't because I haven't finished what I was going to say. And I'm the long winded one. If you listen to I this, know. you're going to hear Get my voice. Get to the more. point. Nobody cares. Well, my point Do is, you know I'm why we got married? Is because I'm the only human in the world that can say zip it. Zip. We would. Oh, am I? Su- I'm supposed to explain my husband. We would be literally in conversations. And I'm saying literally like Paris Hilton. Let our lot because it is the truth. He'd be talking to his mother and blah 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 until midnight, and she'd be sitting there like a zombie, wanting to die because she is the nicest human being in the world. And he would be blubbering on about imperative freaking verbs or something like that that nobody cares about. And I would have to literally 
literally, like Paris Hilton. What is an imperative verb? Yo no sé. And I would have to say, Roberta, leave your mother alone. He does this to everybody. Oh, point in fact. Funny story. <laughs> Damn it. I, for so long. For so long. For so long. I love my husband so. And when he talks, he talks so, for so long. And it's so long-winded. When he tells a story, he can't, say, he can't just say, I saw a brown cat at the grocery store. He has to start the story out as, It was seven knots the wind of that day. It was a cloudy day in May. And I walked to the grocery store to get some hay. And I then saw a cat... But it wasn't just brown, and it would go on and I on I don't talk about cats. Forever. So my sister said, I feel so bad because I want to walk away from your husband when he's talking. And I had to tell her, walk away. And she thought I was so mean because I do that all the time. Wait, so which she, sister was that? No, don't say it on the podcast. The one sister I have. Oh, yeah. The one with the... No tits. Wow. Is not charitable. We're talking about your theoretical sister. Oh, Shirley's the- sister? Yes, yeah, Shirley's sister. You have no sisters. Remember? Oh, yeah, I thought I only to, had a brother. We're not trying to dox our families on this podcast. The guys are going to talk about who we are. But we're not even giving our last name. We're not even giving our last names. Well, we kind of do. But I think we've given all our last names because the first time we recorded, we were all drinking whiskey. And some of the guys happened to be a little drunker than others. And they just started shouting people's names through the, the podcast. First and last. So we definitely have given away pieces of our names. Back to my story. Okay. So my sister, Shirley's sister, was sitting there. And my husband was talking her ear off for hours. And you know what she did? She stood up. That sounds like a slight exaggeration. And walked away. Was he sad? Was he disappointed? No. He kept talking. He followed her. She couldn't get away from him. I don't feel, I feel like you're making this, I think you're embellishing a little bit. I think it was more like 10 minutes. I don't think I've embellished it enough. (laughs) So that's who I am. I'm the talkative one. Long-winded, talkative, yeah. Um, But the Blue Eye Mafia, and I feel like I'm taking too much credit for it right now, because I deserve it. Um, Wow. I know. Watch the ego grow. No, I'm kidding. Ego grow? It's already like, I'm not the funny one, though. I'm the straight guy. I'm the guy that puts together, records it, gets topics together, and then everybody... Does your other people podcast you listen to go on and on and on about what their podcast is like this? Well, no. Um, Does Rent do this kind of stuff? No. Okay. Actually, yeah, they did it first. You should hear the first episodes. They were awesome. Do we have something important to talk about? Isn't that the whole point of your podcast? No, well, so that's what so I was about. about. Let me important finish. Important issues Let me explain that the American the last people bit of this. should know about that the media does not want to talk about. Well, we didn't really do any research this week. I mean, really, you always are listening to the news and to some conspiracy or yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, that's true. Okay, we'll dive into some stuff in a minute. But I just wanted to say one last thing is the whole point of the podcast, is to have honest, unfiltered conversations like you'd have around a campfire with your family and your friends and be able... It to able to keep going. Wait, you I'm were totally making a hand signal. To me. I was listening. 
No, I'm saying that's the idea of the podcast is having real conversations again because so many people now are worried about what their families think or what their friends think or whatever anybody thinks. And they don't actually share what they honestly think about stuff. And you don't have to be offensive. That's not the idea here. It's not to be, I mean, we're going to make some jokes that are fucking offensive. That's going to happen. But they're jokes, people, so grow the fuck up. But the whole idea is to talk about stuff and just give our perspectives. And we don't, you know, like, regardless of where we stand on an issue or an idea or a thought or a belief, we're open to hearing what other people think, and we want to be able to talk about that. And we want to be able to make fun of them and for them to make fun of us and to have a conversation that isn't just cordial and sweet and avoids any unpleasantries and actually have a com- and actually have conversations that are meaningful and can get to the to the bottom of the problem because nowadays so much of what we see is everybody censoring themselves and avoiding their position. Look at what happened with Trump when he got elected. You had all these people come out of the woodwork who were afraid to, to say to anybody that they were going to support him because they were afraid of getting yelled at by somebody who didn't, who thought they were intolerant. And that's idiotic. Talk to people. If you think their ideas are intolerant, talk to them about it. So that is the point of the Blue Eye Mafia podcast, and it is inspired by guys like Winston Churchill who had blue eyes but also were men who had class, charisma, chivalry. They were strong, hard men that were blunt that said what they thought and said it in an eloquent way and explained their positions and were open to hearing other positions. Chen fell asleep. Oh, shit, I talked to him. Hen. Hen. Oh, hen fell asleep. The hen. The hen has fallen asleep. So now, now that I'm done waxing poetic about the podcast, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. I was asleep for that, so uh, maybe oh. we'll go back to your little list. Wow. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, Language. Oh, wait, well, real quick, since I'm talking about our inspirations and such, mm-hmm. our other inspirations for the podcast were other podcasts. In particular, I want to give a huge shout-out to the Sofa King podcast. Didn't we already say that? No, I'm going to do it again, though, because they really deserve it. Um, Brent has actually advised me before. I've been a fan of their podcast from early on. I found them on Instagram. <laughs> And listened to one episode and was hooked. They talked about awesome topics, conspiracy theories, serial killers. I'm not kissing their ass right now. I just love these guys. I feel like they're... Well, actually, we both live in California, so at some point I might be able to meet these guys. And it would be, to me, like them meeting Joe Rogan, which they did. Um, But then also we have the Fighter and the Kid podcast, Joe Rogan Experience, uh, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History, Howard Stern show, which... The other two hosts didn't really listen to, but I did. Um, Nerdist podcast, which was one of the early podcasts I got into, and Drinking Bros. Uh, Drinking Bros, Ross Patterson Revolution, and Black Hearted. All those guys are freaking awesome. And the Men podcast with Jim Breakwood. Do you ever work? This is what I listen to while I work. I work in construction, so I have plenty of time while I'm working with my hands, carrying stuff, being a man, to also enrich my brain. And I listen to a lot of audiobooks too. So um, hopefully one of the day our sponsor will be audible.com, the unparalleled source for audiobooks on the interwebs. Or if they don't pick it, if they don't sponsor us, maybe audiobooks.com would because they're trying to catch up. Or LibriVox. <laughs> I could name audio. Or Scribd, actually, which is a great one. Only $8.99. Doesn't quite have the library, 
but is an amazing source for books. I'm just doing this to annoy my wife right now. Um, so, what would you like to talk about besides Muzzy, the Spanish-speaking bear? That's awesome. You're, if your kids aren't watching, you know, uh, whatever those stupid Cartoon Network American Time baloney, you should get some real education and good TV for your kids. Muzzy, get it at the library. Your kids will be speaking Spanish before, before they even know it, without even knowing it. That was Wait. a very serious... You know what? Muzzy should sponsor the podcast. That's what I already That'd said. hilarious. Oh, and oh, you could tackle while I'm doing shout-outs, because it is the best hot sauce in the world. Okay, I have somebody really important, too. Your mom. <laughs> well, did you just pop the mic? That's why we have shock mounts. They're so cool. Just got them. Um, so, sweetie, what would you like to talk about in important news? Oh, you don't you don't have a... I only listen to the news in Spanish, so I don't really know what's going on because my vocabulary for words is not that great yet. So there's this cool um, app that turns all, all whatever I'm watching or listening to into Spanish. So if I'm listening to it, I can only catch bits and pieces of the words. So I'm not quite sure. I might say something that's not actually accurate. Okay, so let's talk about something that's in the news. Shia LaBeau got arrested again. That's news? <laughs> well, yeah, because he just got arrested, like, I don't know, today yeah, or some I shit. I loved it when he was on that show on Cartoon Net or on Disney Oh, what was that show called? I love it. Fuck, now it's going to drive me crazy if and I And he was so good. Why can't <sighs> Wasn't he Wasn't it called like Saving or like Bean or something like that? Well, and then when remember when he did the Transformers and he started to do a couple other movies? Transformers, he was great in too. And the new Indiana Jones movie. I thought he, well, uh, I thought the CGI was what ruined that and poor script what is what ruined that mo- movie more than what he did. You mean the whole movie was just terrible? Well. <laughs> I thought that the movie was great, except for the movie, um, but the actors were good in it. I like Shia LaBeouf. Harrison Ford can be less cranky in life. I mean, he's a janillionaire. Smile every once in a while. And you got a hot-ass wife. I mean, smile. Ally McBeal? He's a thousand, and she's pretty hot and young. Yeah. She's 55. Well, he's a zillion. Actually, I don't think she's 55. Sorry about that. Allie McBeal, whatever your real name is. What is her name? Like Clarissa? Do you know where I am, Clarice? I don't know. But he can smile every once in a while. So right after that, Shia LaBeouf, don't do drugs, kids. Well, I don't know if it was drugs. He has... uh, The uh, child actor He likes to drink a lot, too. That's kind of... He's been... I think every time he's been arrested, he's been drunk in public. So it's kind of a... That's kind of shitty... Well, what was the fucking show he was in, though? Language. Uh, let's see. I'm looking it up right now because even Stevens. Even Stevens. That was a great show. One Holes. That was a great little movie. For that kids. was a good movie too. Yeah, I have kind to agree. of odd. Oh, we're definitely different. telling you how old we are, aren't we, right now? Oh yeah, we're so old. We're like almost in our thirties. Or no, I'm just, just saying. Now you know, just know where we, what we just, grew up with. I mean, to you people over 40, go fuck yourselves because you're old. Language. Sweetie, we're not old. 
I never said we were. I'm just saying you were placing our age. I mean, eventually, with the robot parts coming from Bill Gates and all those people, we might actually be... I mean, Elon Musk might be able to put us on Mars and we'll live forever. Or for an hour. Depends on how that mission goes. That could be weird. That could be weird. Well, what's your favorite Shia LaBeouf movie? Or LaBeouf, or however you're supposed to say his name. What's my favorite? I don't really think about him. Oh, really? I grew up with no, but wait, watching like, Even Stevens, and then but you like Holes, you, and then what other? We the said? Transformer movies, which you love. Transformers, he was good. I liked him in that, because he was just still goofy, innocent Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf, whatever his name is. Yeah, let's just call him LaBeouf. Because he's so not LaBeouf? Yeah. Got it. Yeah, but then, you know, I hate when actors start out and they just have that charm about them, which makes them famous. And then as they get more and more famous, they lose that, which made them so unique as actors. So once he started doing other stuff, it was like, oh, that's not the guy that, you know, we really liked. You know, that's not the quirky, nerdy, you know, not not the, you know, cute, but not that cute. Could be just your goofy, funny friend. Once yeah, you start losing that, you know some other actors that yeah, are coming are starting to lose. I don't that. think I don't think it's really. Like, I hate how Hollywood makes every guy have to be like, oh, you must be a cookie cutter, action hot guy, star. action star. It's like, well, <clears throat> you know, yeah, I like when done... Miles Teller first like came on the scene too. Like, he's... yeah, but my te- Miles Teller hasn't fucked up at all. He's done great movies and he's awesome and everything he's in. That's what I'm saying. Like, I would hope that he would keep that, you know, not. Yeah, but you know, try to be at the hot Hollywood. Even but though, he, yeah, he's, he's but handsome. he is though. He did yeah, the boxing movie where he's super cut. He's right. See, he's doing some other cool movie now too, where he's a soldier coming home from war. I mean, who knows? Hollywood has a shitty track record with soldier movies for the most part. But um, I just see how Hollywood makes you meld into that like one through ten actor. Yeah, like if you can't That's be true. a sex symbol, then you're not. You can't make it at all. But you I mean actors from the eighties and stuff did. I mean, yeah, that's Jim true. Carrey never had to be, you know, put into the sexy square. I mean, Ace Ventura. Awesome. Yeah, but Jim Carrey was comedian. They never really do that to comedians. They kind of let, and comedians can play in serious I feel like movies. Comedians and they today, can, they have to be, also, they make them. To an extent, yeah. I mean, look at Adam Sandler, though. He still makes movies. Yeah, but he's he's from the Yeah, game. he's from a different era. Right. You see up and coming. You know, yeah, but you've got guys. Oh, another guy is from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I mean, just looking from the first year he did Brooklyn, Adam, um, Andy Samberg? Andy Samberg, yeah. He was kind of goofy looking, and now he's all, you know, they've cuted him up big time. Yeah, but they and haven't turned like him into like a buff, like leading man. He's just, uh, he just stopped being a total tool. I don't know. Because I get what you're saying, though. I feel like this, everybody loses their... Oh, you know, another one? Taylor Swift. Like, come on. Oh, Taylor Swift is cool. Why does everybody talk shit about Cool. Don't talk shit about Taylor. Her snatch is probably so dirty. Hey, yo, yo, yo. That is not fair to say about her, okay? She dated John Mayer. It was a mistake. She got over it. Now she's with somebody else. And the next person, and 14 guys Actually, yeah, she's been with, like, five guys since then, so, yeah, maybe you're right. That's what's at the well, point. That, I, I don't care about like her sex life, though. I'm saying, up, like, as you a... you know, and sang that song to Tim McGraw. That was, She know. was 17. I could have gone and seen that so... in the Mid-State Fair for free. Right, but she was just so innocent, and now she's just... Yeah, but her... Yeah, but she's still... fine. I she love stayed Taylor classy. Swift. She stayed classy, though, which is what most of these girls don't manage to do. Like, Taylor Swift, at the very least, like, she shows a little more skin than she used to, but it's not, like, blatant or anything. 
I guess. Like, she says a good role model that way, but she's with all these other men, so is it we only care about appearances? Because you can pick well, somebody yeah, else. She's take, a public... Take Miley Cyrus. She's been with that other Thor's brother all this time. And no, she, everybody no, she think, hasn't. They were broke up for, like, two years. Right, but she's She decided to explore her pansexuality. And he's obviously a pussy if he's staying with that weirdo. But she doesn't get on under rack. everything that moves, but she the way she looks tells us that Ooh, she's... Oh, no, no, she's openly... Bi- but, one, she, when she was going through her, her I'm pansexual phase, I'm not going to be tied down to a man, she kind of openly was experimenting all over the place with anybody. My, my point is, is that people just visually make decisions in their life about things. That I will visualize you. I will judge the book by its cover instead of understanding the full concept. We can say anything. We can say that in politics. Yeah, but if, if but with like Taylor Swift, if you're saying that though, her cover is pretty consistent. Like she's kept her right, public. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, she stayed cool. Like I mean, yeah, she dated but a she lot of guys. Boyfriend hops like week to week to week to week. I don't want my 15 year old daughter to think that's okay. Yeah, but she if doesn't publicize it. I wear a long it. dress and I. Well, but you're, you're yeah, saying the blame. My, my you're 15 year old daughter knows that Taylor Swift is boy hopping. Yeah, but so only I don't because want her of the pervasive. Okay. Just because of the per- pervasive uh, tabloid media, though. I mean, she's not out there going, "Hi, I'm fucking a new guy this week." She's actually trying to hide it. Like they keep they keep catching her with these shots, and a lot of that is just inference. Like you have no idea. Maybe she's only slept with one of the guys she's with, which is why she never keeps a boyfriend. Maybe she's a super chaste. Little sweetheart. Other than John Mayer, because everybody knows what happens when you go into that black hole. Why? He's not even good looking. Your body is a wonderland. No. Father's be good to your daughter. Your daughters will love like you do. Was that an instructional thing for, like, pedophiles? I don't know, but he is not good looking. No, What is wrong with all the hot chicks that do him? He's fam- he's super famous. Like one of my buddies told me, he said that when you're a guy, you have to be at a certain level to attract women. You have to be a certain level of manliness. That's not a douchebag, but also not a pussy. But he looks like a douchebag B- and a pussy. Well, well, but he said there's one factor that cannot be that can that will never be conquered by a better man, and that is fame. Because he said that if you're famous, you get all the pussy no matter what. Yeah, but they're, they're famous their women also. Fame. Why do they need to do that? Why don't they go get other hot guys? Well, because if you think about... What? If you're a famous woman, though, you you one, are you going to d- date a Joe Blow off the street? You don't know who you can trust. Everybody's out to get your money. Everybody's out to get you. So the, be- the safest place to look for somebody to spend time with is somebody that's in a position equal or higher than you. So you'd want to be with somebody who's... At your level of fame or power, money, whatever, so that they don't pose a threat to you. Because look, look at—I mean, look how many actors and actresses get together, and especially actresses—they always are dating other famous guys. But I think a big part of that is simply the threat level is different because they're on the same level. And guys, this has been vetted out in studies. Guys aren't a big aren't big fans of being with a woman who's more successful. Or I know tiny peony syndrome. Tiny peony syndrome, possibly, but th- not just that. But I mean, if you're if you're, or they're like a okay. boss, like Nick Cannon. Yeah, but if 
he cheated on Mariah Carey all the time. I know. That's what I'm saying. The like biggest diva, famous, most famous chick in the world. And he was like, whatevs. And he's like, you should sign a prenup when he left. Dun, dun, dun. He's like, yeah, that's why he's a boss. He's like, oh, you think you're like the biggest diva in the whole known world? Yeah, I'm going to go do this hot chick over here. Yeah. Suck it. Have fun taking care of our three kids. I'm not going to be banging you anymore to your music. <laughs> oh, that's a yeah, oh, that's a rough picture. Right. Nick Cannon just sitting there like, yeah, play that song. Yeah, that's retarded. So let's see. What do you think about Rob Kardashian posting naked pictures of his ex girlfriend, Black China? On purpose, because he's mad at her. Yeah. So she like revenge pics. Apparently. She sent him, I don't know, it's weird. I don't really follow this this closely. It was on a podcast I was listening to or something. Mm-hmm. Or was it on the, or YouTube, Philly DeFranco show. Mm-hmm. Um, he was talking about how, uh, let's see, Rob Kardashian, who is blew up, literally. He's like 300 pounds now. Um, he has this girlfriend named Black China. She left him or something. And she sent him pictures of her with another guy in the bed that he made his baby in, apparently. Or pictures that inferred. I'm not saying that for sure. This is all allegedly. Um, And then he, not allegedly, posted pictures of her naked on Instagram for an hour. And the big uproar was because he's posting revenge form on a social network site. It was up for over an hour. He's a verified user. And everybody's saying that they should have, one, they should have taken it down in within minutes. And two, they should have kicked him off the site. It took him over a day, I think, to kick him off the site. So what do you think about that? Do you think that social media is responsible for that? Or do you think that people should not be shitty people? I, well, we've been hearing this a lot in the media, the revenge photos. Yes, revenge porn. My huge. first thing is... Don't be doing stuff that can be on your phone or your computer if you don't want stuff like that to happen. I'm always getting mad at you when you clip pictures of me because I don't want it to end up anywhere. I know I never do that. Don't hack my fucking iPhone, people. I swear. Oh, you do. You liar. I don't, actually. I'm saying just don't hack my iPhone because there's nothing to find. We don't do sexting. We don't do any of that. No. We don't. We don't. I'm agreeing with you. I'm not disagreeing with you. Because it's Udi. I, I really... Because she's looking at me like, watching. you motherfucker, you do take pictures no, of me. No, no. What he does, I'll be changing, and he's a creeper. I'm your husband. Creeper. <laughs> I'm sitting right next to you. And no, I don't do that. I did that when we first got married, and then... With all the iCloud and everything coming yeah, up, before, which like, I love iCloud, and I love all that automatic yeah, stuff. Yeah, but you can't trust you it, don't, so yeah, I don't, don't want my stuff. bungalows on the, you know, the interweb. I don't, I'm not for that. I definitely think Big Daddy is watching us. I'm not into that. I do not well, need they, to s- my kids someday seeing their mother all over the internet or something. I'm not into that. And guys, it's not that bad, good of a show anyway. My husband just has to say he does because we signed a contract. No, she's pretty hot. But, um, but back about, to my point well, is actually, with the revenge pics. That's numero uno. Don't do it if you don't want it on the internet, especially if you're famous. I mean, what is up with all these famous people taking pictures and not thinking that it's going to be on the internet? Haven't they learned? I mean, get an old-fashioned camera if you want to do that kind of stuff. Seriously. And then I think just Rob Kardashian 
he de- definitely needs some help. I mean, I don't get it. He just, no. I mean, he already comes from weird. a very dysfunctional family, so there really is no saving that guy. I mean, pray for him. But, I mean, revenge picks, that's just, what What that does that, what does that even matter to her? She's always walking around, you know, three-fourths naked anyway. Well, that's another thing so people are saying. So what's the problem? Yeah. Like she's like already a skankola anyway. So it's like, oh, I saw the other quarter of her nipples that she already shows. Woohoo! You know, so it's not that big of a deal. But I know that, you know, kids in high school and grade school have problems with that. And that is just douche o move. Yeah, no, it's well, I mean, the other thing, though, is like in school and stuff, a lot of what's happening is girls and guys send the person they like. Like they don't even like there's no there's no magic about romance anymore. That it's like, is a weird hey, thing. Hey, chick, Here's I like my you. Pingle. Here's a dick pic. And the girl's like, oh, my gosh, he likes me. And she sends and I've seen this happen to buddies of mine. Like, they'll get pictures of girls' vaginas that they met once. They'll get pictures of their tits. They'll Nobody get wants to nudes. see that. Nobody wants well, to see that. Well, the other thing is you're sharing something with somebody that you because you, you want to impress them, and you're sh- sending it to them, and you're like, I totally trust you to never show anybody else. I know guys that got girls to send them nudes all the time, and the first thing they did with those was show them other guys. Yeah, sadly, my poor husband, he always asks but never receives. It's just as out no, there. No, I don't ask I'm just for paranoid. news. No, you don't. That's you actually bullshit. get about that. No, because I don't. I I've seen what the ramifications of that can be. It's and with true. with the interconnect, because back when we first got married, cell phones were in a much different place. I didn't even have an iPhone. I had a a freaking uh, LG Nokia. MV. No, no LG MV. We, I had a Nokia brick. I mean, I tried to run that over with my truck, and it didn't work. That thing lasted. Well, and you know, so going from that to my first iPhone a couple years after we were married. And then the progression. Yeah, we talked to that's people on my parents' home phone with a cord. Yeah. People. And this is within, what, 10, 12 years? 10 years. 12, what, 12 when did the years? iPhone launch? The iPhone launched years. 10 years ago. Yeah, no, so the iPhone launched 10 years ago. So yeah, the birthday was just yesterday. Yeah. And so, they're coming out with a badass new phone. But we've been together 12, 12, yeah, 12 years. Yeah, 12 years. So it's just weird. But I, th- I think it, I mean, it's great the opportunity i mean the the amount of media you can consume on a phone the amount of knowledge you can gain from your phones is amazing and right, they're great don't tools be stupid they're not about evil. it yeah. and then don't complain when something stupid does happen if you're going to send your cabezas to freaking a, a douchebag dude you know once you freaking break up with them expect them to be on the internet he was a douchebag and you know what you say who cares and move on you can't let it get to you mistake learned move on with your life but, I mean, it's hard for, you know, young women and young men to think that way. But, you know, live and learn. Yeah. Well, I think, I'm paranoid now. I think the saddest thing, though, is to see the loss of the magic of relationships, the loss and of... And the innocence. Not, not just the innocence, but even just the... Ga- like, it used to be like this... It well, used that's to be movies. a process. Movies this yeah, day. It's like I haven't seen a good movie. romantic comedy in such a long time because it's immediately... You know how the movies start? The meeting in a bar and banging. You know, if yeah. you walk, watch a movie just from 20 years ago, you've got mail and stuff it's like that. It's you know? While you were sleeping. R- best sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> no, I, I, li- I like. No, Sandra Bullock is while you were sleeping. Oh, Meg Ryan, Ryan, Tom Hanks is sleepless in Seattle. Oh, okay. What would you rank? I think Sandra Bullock won. Oh, yeah. She was, she was, she's, she is the queen of. Romantic comedies. Nobody she's even touches her. She's beauty and she's grace. She's Miss United States. <laughs> she's the best. She is. 
Well, no, that yeah, I but mean, just movies like that. Did they have to do anything in that to you, no. you know to and what do well, we that, all? Well, here's ladies, the thing. when we're all having a bad day, do we all pull up with our freaking pint of ice cream and put one of those movies on? Yeah. No. Are you putting on Hitched or whatever that Amy no. Schumer, whatever? No, no. Is? Amy, Amy Schumer was oh uh, Trainwreck. Trainwreck. No, which that's is not the a state of romantic comedies today. They're. It's all about you fuck the guy, you regret it, Dirty. and then you find out that the guy's not so bad after all, and you fuck him again. There's no marriage. They, like, because that's how romantic comedies used to end with the marriage proposal a lot of the time, or like a definite trajectory to marriage. Now it's just like we're going to fuck for the next few months. Like, that's the end of the romantic Even comedy. Even a movie nowadays. about a hooker with a heart of gold didn't have anything in it. No, well, not just that, but the message was they fell in love and got married. Like it was right, there but was you know, permanence. a movie about a hooker there was could commitment. go way. You know, Pretty Woman could have gone way the other way. Like if Hollywood would do that movie today, you know, just the scene showing her would have just all kinds of stuff revealing way too much stuff. There's nothing that there's nothing to leave to the imagination. Do you know why Jurassic World? And ask my husband. <laughs> there is no other fan that will talk about this as intensely as his awesome wife does. That's Jurassic true. World was a major letdown. Why? I'm sorry, Jurassic World fans, because Jurassic Park was so scary. Because did you ever fully see a dinosaur, sweetie? Did you ever see a dinosaur fully? You saw the T Rex and the the chase scene, but that was it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you saw them. But you had to wait. It was a huge reveal when those things showed up. And when they did, you pooped your pants. Well, in the new. But you were in an hour and 10 minutes in when that showed up. Yeah. And you'd get glimpses and noises. And and shrub moving and it was your imagination that scared you. Yeah. This new no. one is like revealed. There's the dinosaur. Wad well, yeah, they blown. start. They started out so showing the, every scared? dinosaur. So by the time that any action starts, you knew what everything looked like. There was no. So where's the intensity? Where's the thrill? Where's the suspense? Yeah. Of, oh my goodness, they're gonna get me because Steven Spielberg. What he did in the first one is that dinosaur is coming to get me. And man, not The Ring, not The Conjuring. That movie is just poop my pants Ooh, still to this day. The Conjuring's pretty good. You just no, haven't I haven't seen, seen those. Yeah. I'm just saying. I the Conjuring's the Conjuring actually does the, the same thing. It builds up, which is why it was a rarely good. Not The Conjuring Two or The Conjuring Annabelle or whatever the fuck the sequels. Are. The original Conjuring is based on a true story about actually real people that work with the Catholic Church for exorcisms. So they're actually kind of legitimate. They're very yeah, interesting. Don't have nightmares. I'm not going to tell you anything. But the the first movie built up to the last 30 minutes and it even in the that last was 30 just minutes That Jurassic Park too. Yeah. yeah. But most horror movies, most action movies nowadays show their hand at the beginning and then just blow up buildings and explain to you how awesome right. this thing so is. So back to romantic comedies, they do the same thing. Yeah, they literally start. There's with no blossoming. The end, Usually, the, the older ones is something you know, the ugly duckling that slowly blossoms into a swan, and they slowly work together to both be swans, and it just gives you a good role model, you know, and like how people can grow together. I mean, we can even tell them well, our think story. Well, think of the one early, or uh, I mean, the most recent really great romantic comedy was probably My Big Fat Greek Wedding, which was a tiny little indie film they spent a few million dollars on. And that made Great over a hundred million dollars because it was the same. It was like an old-fashioned romantic comedy. It built towards marriage. It built towards something permanent, not just some hookup. Because most of these romantic comedies nowadays end kind of in a weird like, yeah, we're gonna keep banging. 
Like, there's no, we're not going to have a family. We're not going to get married. We're not going to start a life together. No, the goal of finding your true love nowadays is finding the person that's going to work for two to three years, and then you're going to move on. Yeah, a good bang partner, not somebody that's your best friend. Yeah. Well, what were you going to say about our Which story? Which, I mean, I think true, I mean, maybe not for everybody, but I think true love is your best friends first. No, I think that's for everybody. I think anybody that it isn't your best friend that you're married to, you're fucked. Language. No, you are, though. Because, one, you're not going to have sex a lot because you're going to be in this Ooh. weird quasi-committed relationship that you're stuck in. Or you're not going to be want to be around Friday nights. You're going to want to go do podcasts with your your friends and brothers. Well, whatever. I mean, that's one <laughs> night of the week. We have all the other nights. Just joking. When I'm I get glad he's gone for schnizzles. Then I'm I can like watch my Spanish soap operas in peace. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Wait, what were you going to say about our story, though? Well, I mean, you lived two and a half hours away. We that's met true. one evening long, long ago. It was in her a mid midsummer evening of my innocence. Yes. You Continue. swept me off my feet and then left, rode off into the sunset, into the Paso heat, never to be seen again for six or so weeks. Geography. We don't talk geography. Oh, you know. Ever. <laughs> no, um, um but you lived two and a half hours away, like I said, and when we first met, I didn't see you again for a month. And well, when we first met, I was dating another girl. So okay, let's just all get that out in the open. He was dating some other schmuck. Yes, and then uh, I started talking to you on the phone, and we got to know each other quite well. And what we talked on the phone for a month right. before and I ever even came up to see you. Our parents were old fashioned; they wanted it that way, and that was good. I mean, let, well, to begin with, I was eighteen, so and I come from an old fashioned family, and I lived at home, and all my siblings, you know, you usually get married and then move out, or get 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 married, yeah, you, you get married and move out at the same time. Um, so I was eighteen, and I met him, and I'm at home, and going to college, and he's going to college down where he lived, and um, you know, we had a his parents were strict so he couldn't come up here all the time and he had to spend money on gas and everything and so we had to talk on the phone and i talked on my parents house phone um and we really became friends because i talked on my cell phone because i was fucking cool language i mean i was i had a cell cool. phone too but it was somewhere like underneath like my chair and my car my truck because nobody used cell phone you know what my cell phone was good for that little snake game that ate the little asterisks you guys all know what i'm talking about on those Nokia phones. That was no, the only I reason don't. it was good for. You guys all know. I know you do. And then and then other than that, I don't want to talk to anybody. My mama knows when I'm gonna be home. I'm either at work or at home or playing volleyball or riding my horse. She knows where I am. But back to our relationship, yeah, we had many months where we just had a chit chat, um, and get to know each other. It took out all of the touchy feelies. Which, you know, and it made it more, it made a, it a romantic story every time we met when we did get together. Oh, yeah, because we were waiting, sitting there with bated breath, waiting to see each other. We were. No, it's true. I, I'm not disagreeing with you at all. No, that, that it really, when you get to know the person for who they are and what they think and how they, how they view the world. How compatible we are. Yeah. Oh, a side note. So to make it just this podcast even mushier, we would... I when I was going into college, I don't know if it's like that now. I've talked to people and they say it's not, but I had to get vaccines, and I had to get a meningitis vaccine, and I'm really sensitive to those kind of things. And meningitis, well, if you don't know, it's a spinal virus. 
That vaccine's bullshit. Language. It is. So I got the vaccine and all that night. I just felt so yucky and my back, my neck was stiff and I slept on the floor in my bedroom in my parents' room on their sheep rug like I used to do when I was a kid. And even my parents didn't care that Rob stayed on the phone with me all night long until I fell asleep because I was so scared. And if I, you know, I thought I was going to die and my mom was crying and she was sitting with me because I was so scared and Rob was on the phone. And because we called the doctor and the doctor's like, you know, you just got to get through the night and it should be fine. Uh, But I just remember he just stayed on the phone with me all night long and just listened to me sleep. Um, So I, you know, I knew definitely then that he was worth going all the way with, babe. See, I told you guys you'd hear how awesome I was at some point. He is pretty awesome. Okay, yeah, we... My parents would definitely well, t- want him as a child more than me <coughs> at many points. Well, tell him about... Uh, you want to tell him our love story? I mean, that's a good way to... Yeah, well, I mean, who wants to hear about that? Never mind getting the death stare. Because well, it's so gushy and boring. Nobody wants to hear about that. That's probably true. Not really. Every every guy in the world sits there and listens to like podcasts that he would never admit or watches romantic comedies. Like, oh my gosh, is he gonna get the girl? And then they're like, Yo, bro, yo, that shit was whack. Oh, you think Brent wants to hear the good show? I don't think he does. Nah, Brent. <laughs> I don't know if you're listening to this, bro. You we know, all know you you've watched the whole season of Friends. Shout out to Goonies, because that's actually his favorite movie ever. And he doesn't like scary movies. He would get along with you, sweetie. I hate scary movies. Jurassic Park is the scariest <laughs> movie ever made. <laughs> no, she watched The Ring one time, and she oh, was funny story. traumatized for weeks. Well, I went to go the see The ring. ring. I told my mom I was going to go see like Lord of the Rings or something. And, of course, I went to go. The one time I ever lied to my mom, I told her I was going to... And God definitely punished me because where did I sleep that night? Between my mom and my dad in their bed. And I was like 16 years old. I couldn't sleep for weeks. That's the scariest movie ever. No, it's not. It's not even on the... Well, that's and that was the last time I ever watched it. I like thrillers, but no. That was kind of movies. Psychological, not for me. I get too... My dreams get too horrible. The only movies that really scare me are like movies that could happen, like serial killer type stuff. Yeah, or, or church stuff. Well, I was going to say, or demon stuff, because demons Yeah, are I don't people. like that. And I just don't like blatant gore either. I just think it is well, like dehumanizing like the, like us. Like the Saw or something, which is just gore porn. Well, maybe not the first which one. Which I'm not, not for. I think that just makes us more, you know, numb. And I don't like that. Well, I mean, I, I don't have a problem with you it if it's think a really that's good yucky. movie. But if it's a stupid movie that doesn't have a storyline that is not impactful, then it probably isn't a good idea. That's what I'm saying. When it's a good storyline, it doesn't even have to be scary to scare you. No, that's true. Well, that's why like movies about true demonic possessions and stuff like that are far more terrifying to me than something, you know, some scary witch movie. Like I watched The Witch. Because <clears throat> I heard that this was like some indie masterpiece of a horror movie, and it was the biggest pile of dog shit I've ever seen. One, it was not even eerie. They tried really hard. the 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 stylistic production of the film was ridiculous. But oh, were you here when we watched that? No, sweetie, I don't watch any scary movies. You know, kind of, you know what kind of movies your wife likes. Oh no, who watched that with me? I think Joe, one of our other hosts, watched it. 
and he was also pissed because it was just stupid. Lady Lover. And it had, what happened? <laughs> it. No, it had one part that was really disturbing and gross and horrible, and otherwise it was a pile of dog shit. It wasn't scary. It wasn't suspenseful. It had a terrible ending. It wasn't thought-provoking because this is the first time I've thought of it since I watched it. And I actually regret watching it, which I say about almost no... Fi- I know I'm talking B Nicholas Cage movies. I don't regret watching. This one I regret watching. B Nicholas Cage? Nicholas Cage is the man. Really? Take it back. Did you watch the one where he played a British knight? Can't and he say talked, enough about it. And he it. talked like Nicholas Ghost Cage Rider? the whole time. I mean, come on, Ghost like, Rider. I'm Nick Cage, and I'm a British knight in the Middle Ages. You gotta do the I hands. Like you gotta do the hands. I'm not even doing a real good no, Nicholas Cage impression. No, you have to talk like this with your nose down and kind of looking up with your chin a little bit forward. The best act of impression I kind of do is Christopher Walken. What does that have to do with anything? What does that have to do with and the that's press about in China? Because I wanted to do it on the podcast and Joe and Steve will make fun of me. And I just, I had to yeah. tell you that faggot is not a good word. They Language. prefer homo now. Oh, they do? I don't think they That's even prefer a line. that. That's a line from a movie. Oh, I was going to say, I don't think they even prefer that. No, they don't prefer to, that. I that was the, that like, was the joke in the movie. He's like, I, I don't think that they like the term faggot. I think they prefer a homo now. And you're like, no, bro, you're old. They don't prefer the term homo. I think either. they like, prefer like X parallel or something now. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're talking about gender pronouns now. Um, no, well, no, homosexuals. What is it now that for the gender? No, it's, a, not, it's not gay. What are they people. putting on federal? No, it, um, it's Z. Z's no, one of them. No, um, it was just in the news the other day for it was male, female, and it was like X parallel or something. Like, oh, yeah, uh, I can't remember. Fuck, it's weird. Well, no, it depends on who you're talking to because Z And did you hear about the, the other pronouns, day the Canadian? I think she's a Canadian chick, but she has a beard, so it might be a dude. Mm-hmm. Like a chick that wants to oh, be a dude yeah, yeah. because she had a kid, so it must be a chick that's like want to do, and that's fighting Canada because she doesn't want to put male or female on her baby's birth certificate because the child should be able to choose when it's eighteen. Oh yeah, because it definitely doesn't have a dick or a vagina. Well, who's to say? Who's to say what? You're born. Here's the problem with the the gender fluidity argument that's happening right now. Is that there is a biological scientific standard for gender? Let's just all straight right now. We all start out as well, no, chicks. No, no, they're not. Ta- that's true, but they're not talking. What, what what's frustrating to me is they're not talking in reality. They're talking in a theoretical universe that doesn't exist. We are born either male or female or hermaphrodite, which is essentially one or the other because you have predominance that they just have to surgically correct. So, I mean. There's no gender fluidity insofar as your biological, scientific determining factors. Yeah, but there's that one story about that woman that was born a hermaphrodite, and her parents chose to make her a girl. Mm-hmm. And she grew up saying, I wanted to be a boy. What do you do in that case? She could have been a boy. Well, I think that she's the lucky lotto winner of the Social Justice Warrior Grand Prize. So does <sighs> she get to get gender reassignment? In that case, is it okay? Because she didn't get a well, choice. No, I think it's okay for anybody. If they, I mean, if you want to get, if you want to chop your dick off or sew a dick on, I don't have a problem with. It. I really don't give a shit. But I don't want you to sit there and tell me that if you're a dude 
and you're the size of a dude, you have the muscles of a dude, you have the skeletal structure of a dude, that I'm supposed to pretend that you're the same as my wife or my nieces or my sisters. There's that are heavily built. There's, I've never seen a chick that is a guy. I've never seen it. Not well once. Well done. Not, yeah, there no. was that beauty pageant chick. Wait, chick that looks like a good guy? No, what I'm saying is wait, wait, a chick got, that's actually the same as a guy. They, no, they there has say, been, I think, Christina. successful men that have gone to women. Like that pageant lady that they didn't, that she was like Asian. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. That I, I, What I'm saying, though, is that to ignore that there's... So if you have the gender reassignment surgery... I, one, I think that you should admit that to people because it's not fair to go around. Well, why as does a that woman. care? Why? That's like telling if you're homosexual. Why is that even a question? No, no, no. Do I walk into people gonna, and say, I, "Hi, I, my name is Hen, and I'm heterosexual"? Okay, Jen. Um, <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, if you're gonna fuck somebody, if you're, if you're transgendered, you should tell them that you well, have yeah, that. That's but weird. other than that. If you want to go around as a girl and you were a dude, but you had the surgery, that's fine. But if you're still a dude, if you still have a big old dick or a little dick, whatever, whatever happened to you, um, if you go around telling me I'm a girl, if you walk up to me and go, hi, my name is Ken, and you got a stubble and you're obviously a man and you're like, I'm a girl. Okay. I don't care how you, I don't care how you comport yourself in the world. But you don't expect me to ignore the reality of what you are. Don't expect me to well, consciously. No, yeah, but what I'm saying is I'm not going to. Don't throw it in my, my face. Mind. That's what I'm most annoyed with. Even That's getting back saying. to homosexuals or anything. Why is it that that even has to come up? Why do my children even know what homosexual is? Because you know what that's telling me? It's telling me what you do in the bedroom, in the privacy of your own time. I don't walk up to well, a I four-year-old mean, and say, hi, I'm heterosexual. I bang men. Like, why would I do that? I don't yeah. get why that is a topic of discussion so easily loose well, on people's lips and defines us what we do in the bedroom today. Well, I mean, I, mean, I can see that defines us that I'm black, white, Mexican, Asian. You can see that. Yeah, but even if you, but if you're separate, if you're segregating yourself by those standards, but that's you're segregating. Too. You homosexual person are the one doing the segregating, not me, heterosexual, the enemy of everybody is. Well, that's not true though, because you have your you have. You have gays that don't run around slapping everybody in the face. Yeah, met, but it seems like today in social media, they're going, you better accept ex- accept me because I'm het- a homosexual. And it's like, well, well, you better accept me because I'm heterosexual. I mean, why do they get to judge me for having my beliefs, but I don't get to say anything about them? I don't even want to in the first place. I don't care what you do in your privacy of your own time. Well, I guess what, what I was going to say is that I mean, from a historical perspective, you can see it where people would get, you know, back in the 70s and earlier where if you were gay, it was a huge problem. People would treat you like shit, beat you up, that kind of stuff. That's not cool either because... But why would they have ever found out? Well, because they found out you were fucking a dude. Okay, well, yeah, I guess so. It's like they saw you doing it. But my, my point, though, is now they conflate if you don't agree with it morally, right? So if you're a Christian... And you believe in heterosexuality. You also believe you're not supposed to have sex before you get married and all these other things. But they go, well, because you don't believe that what we do is okay, you're a fucking asshole. And it's like, no, I, you can do whatever you want. I, and this is one of the problems with a lot of Christians is they go to everybody and go, you should do exactly what I believe. And that's not truly Christian of them. What they should be doing is saying, this is what I believe. You should come to it. 
in hammering people over the head like the uh, Westboro Baptist Church. They run out, run, you know, they run around going, God hates fags. And that's not true. God loves everybody. That's what he says. If they were truly Christian, they, they would know that. But I think at the end of the day, what it comes down to is what you believe about morality, sexuality, and these kind of things is your business. And you shouldn't be demonized because you're not going to teach your kids um, that being gay isn't okay. You know, and if you have a problem with it when they come out, if they're an adult, you know, that is your, that's your right. That's your prerogative. You can believe what you want to believe and they don't, people don't have to associate with you. Now, I've seen a lot of people that don't believe that and they still treat their kids great, even when they don't agree with them about a myriad of things. So I think there's a lot of conflation there. I think that you're getting, you know, people are conflating the old abuse that gays used to receive with simple belief, and that's stupid because that's not fair to anybody. It's not intellectually fair, but it's also just not right to demonize somebody for having a belief that is different than your own. Right, but I feel like... Well, and what you were saying about, like, the the identifying as gay... But there's a lot. There's a huge spectrum of that because you see some people, and I know, but it should be backed. I know gay is more like a lifestyle and a persona, yeah, and it is more than it is just two people in a bedroom. Now I understand like gay is almost like being black or white. You know, it's almost well, it's I think in its thing. It's its own thing now. I do understand that, but be, you know, I just don't understand why we have to tell people what we prefer in bed. Well, I mean, it is going to become obvious at some point that when they have a boyfriend, I mean, there is an aspect of it that you're going to have to. Right. Then who cares? And you choose. Let them let them be married. Let them be taxed. Let them just be by everybody else. You know? Oh, yeah. Well, I think the thing is, is a lot of people go, oh, Christians hate gays. And it's like, no, because like, I mean, when you were in theater, you had a really close gay friend. I really did. Yeah. Yeah, and it, you didn't hate him or anything. No, I loved him, and he had my back, and he took care of me, and I took care of him. And um, but my point with that is, you didn't judge him either for it. No, you never, may not, not believe that that is like morally in your own belief set. You don't believe that. Yeah, that's when a they good found when live. my theater group found out that I was Christian, they were shocked, shocked. Well, that's my point: is that just because you're Christian, you hold a set, and there are a set of beliefs that you live by. This is something that people should. And I think that Christians kind of fuck this up a lot because language. A lot of Christians wear it on their sleeve and judge everybody while comporting themselves in a manner that doesn't meet Which up is to like their own standards. Uno, not one thing to not do is to judge. Yeah, exactly. You know, hate the sin, not the sinners. Have charity. The biggest thing is charity. Charity. But the other thing is any religious belief, any philo- philosophical belief, any any system by which you live your life is not necessarily. It's not something you should force anybody else to do. It's the standard that you hold yourself to. And if other people are inspired by it or admire it, you can share it with them and you can bring them to that belief or to that lifestyle. But that doesn't mean that you hate everybody that doesn't agree with you because 90% of the population probably no, doesn't believe the exact same things you do. there's lots of things that I don't agree with that are out there, but I don't hate them. No. I, hate, my sons tell me this, the biggest, you know, from the words, from we the do have kids, not just dogs. Um, oh, my gremlins! I mean, my gremlins tell me all the time because I'd be like, "Oh, I hate that," or whatever it might be. My my gremlins say, "Mama, you can't say hate. Hate is a naughty word, and it really is. It's so strong. You never think about how strong it is. What the word hate is, and what 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 can you truly hate? 
Not much. Not much. I not don't think there's not much. Well, out and there. people. I mean, other than like a guy like Adolf Hitler or somebody like Hillary Clinton, you shouldn't hate anybody. And Hillary, just because she's <laughs> annoying. She's Adolf so Hitler annoying. and Hillary on on the same level, huh? Oh, they have to be. Adolf wasn't <laughs> even as annoying. He gave great speeches. I mean, it's an order. Yeah, and he well, was not really. You know, and he. I mean, and, and he ended it only after a couple of years. He was only a scourge for you know a couple of years, and we have yeah. Bill Hillary all this time. That fucking voice, I swear. Uh, can't you get? Can't the Democratic Party find somebody other than a Clinton to run? I mean, what the fuck are they thinking? But my point is with hate, and obviously, I don't even hate Hillary Clinton. I hope that she just retires and goes and enjoys her family. I know, enjoy your life for once. And her ill-gotten money from the Clinton Foundation, all the Who people cares? she's killed and murdered over the years. But you know, that's well, she's that's still alive. Right. She can turn it around. She could. Well, she's got a daughter and a, and grandkids. I mean, she should go just enjoy those things right off into the sunset. Seriously. You're never going to be president. You pants here, pantsuit wearing bitch. Um, I have a pantsuit. It's not great. Um, the purple one. Yeah, no, don't like pantsuits. They pantsuits to me. It's so pretty though. I don't feel like I just feel like pantsuits are a strange looking. Here's the problem, and it's not because it's not because I hate feminism, even though I hate third wave fe- feminism. Um, it's not. It's they just don't look that great. I mean, every once in a while you see one that looks really good, on like Sofia Vergara. But oh, so you're saying only perfect bodied women should wear pants? No, you have a great body. It's not that. You no, the pants that you had, it's okay. But you look way better in a lot of your other outfits. Oh, literally, a dress? all Are you gonna of say them. A dress? Oh yeah, for sure. What's why? Why are dresses so demonized? One because one, your legs chafe. Two. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is as as an actual look, though, not because of the impracticalities. Impracticalities. They're gorgeous. Uno. Really? What do you wear every weekend? You wear a dress, and you look amazing. Only you have all these cute because it is dresses. called for. No, no, when that, do I ever true. else wear a dress? That's not true. When you want to look cute, you wear a dress. You always have. That's true. Like, if we go somewhere fancy, you wear a dress? No. And they look amazing. That's, that's my point. That's skinky. My point, though. I have my church dresses and skinko dresses. Let's all get real. So if we go out, it's because mama yeah, but that's wants what I'm talking to about. be... Yeah, but what I, I guess what I'm saying is there's, like, this demonization of feminism. Or fe- femininity, not feminism. more feminine. Femininity. Femininity is beautiful. It should be celebrated. It's mm-hmm. one of the most wonderful things in the world. There's masculinity and there's femininity. It's the yin and the yang. And... The problem with the new modernist feminist movement, and we're going to do a whole episode on feminism, the history of it, the different varieties of it. But just a quick intro, I guess you'd call it, or preview. One of my biggest problems with feminism is it demonizes femininity. I agree. You can't separate femininity from feminism. The whole movement was started originally to equalize women and men in society as far as status, as far as rights. Well, I think not we to make them men. Into us a lot more. Oh, we you will. know, back in the day when husbands would show up just long enough to get their wife pregnant for the twelfth time and she couldn't whoa, divorce whoa, whoa, whoa. him and husbands had all the that's rights. For the, that's for the that's for the actual feminist podcast. For the one we do on feminism. I'm just do. saying that there was a clear necessity for women to do what they did. Did they take it too far? Yes. But well, women I don't think did that, not even have a right to have their own children if they had an abusive husband. 
no, they no. couldn't get out of that relationship. I totally agree. And if they well, tried to, the husband would take the children. Well, this so they is were the screwed. That's not fair. The there tragi- had to be a change. Did they take it too far? Yes, yeah, so we could talk about that definitely in another podcast. Well, no, I don't think they took it too far even, though. I think that they morphed it. I think they lost the sight of the definition. Yeah, they lost sight of the original movement. The original movement really did I mean, other than the aspects of it that were inspired like by cunts like Margaret Sanger. Language! Who, no, she, th- that woman was the most evil bitch in history. Look her Language. up. One, yeah, she was a racist. She yeah. hated black people. Yep. She was a huge fan of Adolf Hitler. Yep. Her whole idea for Planned Parenthood was to eliminate blacks by yep. getting them to have a, abort all of their own children. She wanted yep. blacks to kill themselves. The Ku Klux Klan just wanted to kill black people. Margaret Sanger wanted, she didn't want to kill black people. And she the wanted race. them to kill themselves Preach it, baby. and their Preach race. It, baby. So, but I think when you have when you have a movement like feminism and you have Susan B. Anthony who are moving towards women getting the right to vote, women getting to be a part of society, an equal part of society, which has happened just in the to, past. Just to Look get at out from culture. under the rock. To yeah. not be so abused. And there's nothing wrong with that. Thank you, Protestant America, for being so shitty to women. But the, my point is, is that that movement is feminism. Yes. All the more modern iterations that have taken it from being feminism to destroying femininity and turning women into men is a total perversion of the original goal because they wanted to have equal rights and still be women. The modern feminist doesn't want there to be women. That's the difference. Is at one point it was about women being able to be on the same level as men without having to become a man. The laws applied to man and woman. Yeah, exactly. Not that a woman is now a man, that there is no gender. When men and women clearly have their own rules, which are both beautiful in themselves, and that's what we were designed to do. And I, for all those listening, saying, oh my goodness, is baloney, am the biggest, as my husband, proponent of women could do anything. So don't get yeah, me totally. wrong. I mean, they have definitely bastardized the name because I can say that I'm a true feminist. Yeah, exactly. Feminist of today. Because do I work a part-time job? Yes. Why? Because I'd rather stay home and raise my gremlins because that is the most important thing I think that I could do today. Am I lucky that I could have a husband that also can, can support us on the other side? Yes. I know you awesome moms out there, single moms, married moms can't do that. You are the Wonder Womans of our time. But I think that the my biggest, most awesome job is being a mother and being a full-time mother because a mother wears 50 different hats. My husband, who is great and he's great at his job, is a contractor. I am a cook, a driver, a seamstress, an educator, a boo-boo smoocher, and a million different things. And, and a bookkeeper in my other life but i'm proud to be that and i'm proud to be able to do that and i think that's where feminism really is that i am equal to my husband but i clearly have my own roles and he has his own roles and um roles yeah well and that's i think that's kind of the the tragedy of it is that the the most damaged thing by the feminist movement in its more modern iterations that are not about women being celebrated for being women, but women being celebrated for being men, becoming men, being equal to men, 
is that it's it's destroyed the underpinnings of the family because the mother is the nurturer. She's the one that shapes not only her own family but society, culture, politics. Women shape everything. Like there's the old adage, the man is the head and the woman is the neck because the neck turns the head whichever direction they want it to go. What do all companies aim at? What do most companies aim at? Oh, Movie, mothers. TV, no, yeah. 18 to 45 female. Yeah. What, you know what that is because consumers. Yeah. Well, the women drive the consumer market because they determine the household spending because they have, one, the sway. Two, they control the finances usually in a family. And they're the ones that decide what the kids get, what the husband gets. Husbands don't dress themselves. <laughs> or they I try. I mean, there's definitely husbands out there. We're not saying that this is for everybody, that everybody has the same cookie cutter relationship. Yeah, actually. Because you could say our relationship that, you know, the wife is the sappy one and the husband is the John Wayne, per se, for this podcast. Our relationship is not quite that way. Oh, that's such bullshit. Oh. What was the show you cried to the other day? Which one? See, she doesn't even know which one. Los tiempos entre los costuras? Yes, that one. Texan. Is that Texan? No, it actually sounds good. I just wanted so badly to come out so they understand me because I'm so nervous I'm going to say it incorrectly. Yeah, I'm the one with the Mexican last name and she speaks far better Spanish than I do. Um, Irlandia, Italian. What? I'm Irish and Italian. Oh, (laughs) damn. See, she's learned a lot. Damn, that's impressive that you knew how to say that. No, but I think... Anyways... So we're going to do another a, podcast. We're going to do a whole podcast on it, the whole history of it too, because one of the th- goals. Are you going to do this with your bros? Actually, we might have you come on too. We might have four people on that one, because I think one of the most important things with what we're trying to do with this podcast, especially on the single topic episodes, is to really give a fair perspective on things, not just. You know, we want to get to the truth of the matter and to kind of dissect what are the underpinnings of it, not just come from it from a uh, conservative or a liberal right. perspective. Or like what side or do we come at it? We don't come at it on any side. We just yeah, try we just look to at develop the, the whole topic as a whole. You and know, not I'm a, not seeing it as a liberal point of view. We're not seeing it as a conservative point of view or Christian or Muslim or whatever yeah. it is. It's oh. trying to develop the topic as a whole. And what we can gain from that and what we can learn from that. Yeah, exactly. And and really get to, you know, give a fair perspective on it. And then, of course, we're going to have our opinions, which are our opinions. And right. And which everybody is allowed. So if we have an opinion that is not what yours is, we are allowed that. And you should not judge somebody on that because of their beliefs. We don't judge you on any what? of your beliefs. Well, not why just would that. You judge us on ours, but prove us wrong. Tell us why we're wrong. And prove us wrong. Yes, in a kind. Well, you don't atmosphere. even have to. You don't even have to be kind. You can be well, snarky, kind and snippy. Sure, but constructive. I think constructive well, no, is the biggest. What I think the most important thing is is have facts and have a well-reasoned argument. Don't just scream. Yes, racist, because an uninformed person asshole. we will destroy. Uninformed people, I think, are the one pe- person I hate. If you'd say, "Who am I racist against?" Blacks homosexuals, or whatever it is. Prejudice against. Okay, prejudice. Because it wouldn't be racist. Uninformed. uninformed is not a race. I think Just it like is. Islam I think there's a, a huge race we have today of the uninformed that think they know everything because would, they listen to buzzwords on CNN and they think they yeah. know everything. They read BuzzFeed. Those, those people, or they see an Instagram post saying something... I just I just want to climb the wall when I just hear these uninformed people. I just oh, those are the worst. Those are I don't care what you are. I don't care if you're a monkey. 
uninformed, please, no need apply. Yeah, no, that's true. Well, I mean, you look at the college protests that have gone on. You look at all the. Do they even know why they're protesting? I mean, really? fuck no. They can't explain to you. They can't even. I know. They can't even tell you what Bernie Sa- the Bernie Sanders supporters, most of them that you will talk to or hear on television or podcasts or news media. They 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 can't even explain to you what his platform is, which is a shame because Bernie has. I don't agree with his economics at all, but like. Versus a Hillary Clinton, he's a way better candidate because he doesn't want to get us into wars. Um, honestly, most of the Republican candidates he was better than simply, even though his economic policies would have been disastrous. He doesn't want to get us into war, which is a good economic policy in and of itself. So I think, but you, when you talk to somebody that supported him, they're like, well, he wants to give free college to people. One, it wouldn't happen. Congress, all that stuff. There's yeah, a lot he has to go factors. through all those people still. Hello. Yeah, it's and the people same just pro- believe that he's going to change it because of that. Well, because they don't understand how the system. Do you understand works. how the system works? You well, went to college. Look at what happened when the with the electoral college and everybody's right, like, nobody. How does. does that work? It's like look at the map. Ninety percent of the geographic coverage of the United States voted for Donald Trump in the majority in those locations. The huge population centers on the East Coast, and on the West Coast, went for Hillary. The Electoral College mitigates the impact of big cities because big cities can unfairly shift an election to the people. And we'll do a whole podcast on this at some point. But when you look at that and people are going... Right, so people from Omaha still have a voice. Still have a voice and still have a proportionate voice because they're looking not only at the size. Because we know the mass population of San Francisco is all voting for one person. L.A. L.A. is the size of a bunch of states. (laughs) I mean, just the city of L.A. And we all know they're going to vote one way. So that doesn't count. You know, that shouldn't count for the whole people. Yeah, I totally agree. It, it, it's a sh- one not to mention Hillary Clinton didn't even visit some of the some of the swing states that she lost and she was shocked. She never visited a few of those states. So, oh, so in in another podcast we will yes we will go, go through all that. This. I know I'm starting to ramble, but yes. anyways, my beautiful love, darling, Hen- snuggle bug, Hen- Miss, what I call you, Henrietta. Henrietta, That's no. Yeah. Or Hen. Henrietta, me Hen hente. for short. You just Whatever. Me hente. You'll live. You'll live. Um, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, oh, you are welcome. I'm not cutting a single word out, so you're welcome. Yes, everybody must know my name is Hen on my birth certificate, no, which you cutting. cannot demand to uh, see. N- well, of course they can't. Um, look, I think I need to see your birth certificate. Roberta. Just to make sure. We all know on your birth certificate says Roberta. No, no, no. It does, it does, it does, it does. I I have it. His mummy gave it to me. Roberto. (laughs) Michelle. Uh, You know, when you've exhausted every solution, and she just continues, and you've given her the last word. Are you going to slap me? No! Um, I would never do that. Quick hand. That'd be a broken hand. That'd be a broken hand in two seconds. This girl did martial arts when she was a kid, and she has literally sprained my thumb multiple times when we were goofing around. In a sexual manner. No, it wasn't sexual. (laughs) It wasn't. It really wasn't. It was just painful. Painful. My thumb didn't work for a couple of days. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't my hand that broke his thumb. I've been trying the whole time. It was another area. 
Oh. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was. A, she grabbed my thumb and forced it backwards with all of her might, which no, is I considerable. Didn't. Why would I do that? I'm a dainty wallflower. I never understood why you keep saying wallflower. That is totally out of context. It doesn't work. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I am. No, you're not. Um. Anyways, um. Thank you, sweetie, for being on the podcast. Since the other hosts couldn't be here tonight. Who's always there for you? Hen's always there for you. Yes, my Henrietta is true as the day is long. Oh, really? Yes, she is. And uh, anyways, thank you for listening. This is the Blue Eye Mafia podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Hen. She's Jen. And he's Roberta. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs>